Dreamcatcher Studios, providing quality service in music education, studio recording, photography, and live entertainment. For more information, contact us at 209-421-2966. Dreamcatcher Studios. We don't just chase our dreams. We catch them. Looking for the most amazing podcast ever? Well, this isn't it. You're listening to the Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Hey, good morning, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California. Today is Monday, October 5th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are still live. We're still on the air. We're still rolling and uh, producing this little show here, guys. Uh, I just want to thank all the subscribers, all the listeners, the downloaders, you guys doing doing your part out there. I really appreciate it. Um, remember, you guys can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, um, and wherever you prefer to listen to any of your podcasts. You can find us there. We're on a bunch of different directories. Um, today's episode is going to be a fun episode. I have a really uh, awesome guest uh, on, the, on the call today, someone who has grown up uh, doing... Um, you know, chasing the creative dream um, alongside me uh, in the same town, same community. We participated in some of the same creative uh, little ventures, music, drama, all those things. You know, whatever small town stuff has to offer for creative kids, you know, we definitely shared that space. So this is a good opportunity for me to catch up with a friend and uh, and a fan. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of what she's doing. So I'm excited for that. That's my, my dog, Rusty Rue, in the background. Um, yeah. So. Uh, check us out on all those things. Like, subscribe, and uh, help us out, guys. Helps us rank up in the directories. We really appreciate it. Okay, so I'm just going to get into the show this morning. Um, so like I said, my guest here is a friend of mine who, uh, like I said, I've grown up in the same community. We shared a lot of the same interests around creative stuff like art and music and drama. Um, so without any further ado, I'd like to bring on uh, a friend and a fellow creative, uh, Vanessa Love. How are you this morning, Vanessa? Good morning, everybody. I'm doing fantastic, and I hope the same for you. <laughs> Thank you. I know it's not like I know it's not like a, an, an early, early show, but you know, at least we had some time to get some coffee, and we're we're ready to go. You know. <laughs> Heck yeah! I got my butter toast with my little cinnamon and brown sugar. Goodness. Ooh, I'm on keto right now. I shouldn't be touching the sugar, but <laughs> you know how that is. <laughs> I don't. I I don't I don't do keto. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Okay. Um so yeah, once again, I just wanted to um you know, just talk to you a little bit about, you know, Vanessa that I know that I grew up with that I um I remember from, you know, doing stuff with uh, like as far we participated in a a nonprofit art group called Shout Together. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, Shout Performing Arts. Yes, exactly. That was awesome. Miss Monica was so awesome. Exactly, man. I I got to tip my hat to that woman because she gave us an opportunity that nobody else did, right? Well, at least for me, it felt like that, you know. And that's kind of like why I wanted to talk to you a little bit about because I feel like maybe some of that, a little bit of her, rubbed off on rubbed off on you, if that makes any sense. It absolutely did. It's funny that you mentioned that because she was a huge inspiration um, behind why I started a performing arts school. 
because I remember the experience that we had with her was so amazing. Like there was nothing bad about it. It was just such a beautiful, fun time. And she was the type of person that you're like, man, like I want to be happy like that. Yeah. I want to be fun like her. I want, I want to enjoy life and I want to, I want to see things differently. Like this would, like I want to do that. So after shout ended, you know, there was nothing going on in Los Banos for a while. And I wasn't even in Los Banos for a while. But then when I come came back, I ended up starting Dreamcatcher Studios. So yeah. Wow. Man, I mean it's it's a it's a it's such a good like it's a cool thing to like I remember those shout those shout days, you know. It's just a ragtag team of performers that wanted to just get their get just get out, just get it out, you know, like just wanted mm-hmm. to do something in front of people, like share their talent really. Um and that's inspiring. That's kind of what I want to do on this on this podcast is share people's passion, share people's talents, right? Um, and speaking of talents, um, or I'll, I'll I'll move on to that in a second. But once again, like so, I know the Vanessa that I grew up with. Um, then there's also a Vanessa Love. So is there a difference between the two here, or is there like a branding going on? I kind of wanted to dig in this a little bit. Like the difference between Vanessa Lovato and Vanessa Love. Yes. Oh, well, (laughs) um, it was strictly like a stage name type of experience. Uh, Back in the day when I was living in the Bay Area performing, I did use my original last name, but then we had what was called super fans. Uh, the, The people that we were performing with had super fans, and those super fans would find us on social media. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, so we just changed our names just a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Can you talk about some of that? Talk about some of those um, those or those um, those like perform performing uh, gigs that you had back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. My largest contract was actually working with Great America. I was there for about five years, and every time they brought me back to do a show, it was different. So one year I would do rock, the next year I would do country, the next year I would do pop. Wow. Um, my favorite year was my last year with Great America, which was jazz and swing. Wow. So we, we had a full band, and the band was called Summer Night Swing. And we essentially took all of today's hits, but changed them up and gave them like a big band swing sound. Wow. So it was really cool. And the greatest part about that is that I formed friendships from that band, and we still perform today we actually have a song that's releasing today it's uh, an alicia keys cover if Ooh. i ain't got you yes yes the band leader jared cruz rearranged that song and so we are releasing the recording today Ooh, where can we find that at we need to plug it you can plug it yeah i know right <laughs> you can find that on the 408 collectives facebook page and the 408 collectives instagram Ooh, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to drop some links. Um, hopefully we can get, get some people to check that out. Um, Heck yeah. So, you know, once again, this is, this podcast is about, you know, it's the average fails podcast. It's, I, I don't know if this, maybe this maybe resonates with you, but I don't know if you've ever shared the feeling like, you know, why would people take the time to invest in my dream or my thought or my talent? And I wonder if that's an average fellow's thought, because I don't know, like me putting out the show is kind of like that. It's extension of my creativity. And I'm like, why would I don't know if people would ever take the time to support it or believe in it. But then again, I think that could probably be an average fellow's thought. Have you had that before? Um, 
I had the opposite thought when I first started. I think I'm a big dreamer and I'm very optimistic. So in my mind, it's like, why wouldn't anyone support Brother. this dream? Okay. This dream is fantastic. And so <laughs> my experience with that was I had to realize, honey, your dream is your dream. Mm-hmm. Nobody is responsible for your dream but you. Nobody believes in your dream but you. So if anybody's going to make your dream happen, it's going to be you. Ooh, preach it. Ooh. You know. And here at Dreamcatcher Studios, we don't just chase our dreams. We catch them. Ooh. <laughs> That's the slogan of the century right there, man. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Came man. up with that one myself. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. So, um, what or who inspired you uh, to pursue music and singing? Because this is, you know, as far as like Vanessa, Vanessa Love, performer, entertainer, you know, musician, vocalist. What was it that really started that what inspired you uh, to start that, you know, looking at music like, wow, I love it, you know? I've literally always loved music. Um, and my first experience with singing and performing was in the church. Hey. So, yeah. So back in the day, um, they had a gospel choir and I loved the way it sounded and I loved everything about it. And I didn't know why it made me feel so good. But I knew like when I was four or five years old, I knew singing was my happiness. I knew that was my thing. And I didn't even sound good. I sounded like a chicken. Oh. <laughs> like, it was really bad. I made faces and everything. People would make fun of me. It was like really bad. But like I knew from a young age that I wanted to sing. And a couple of my inspirations, one is a group called Out of Eden. It's a sister trio. And they do like a lot of like cool R&B harmonies. And they did a cover of Lovely Day. Ooh, okay. And yeah. And so that song is just about waking up and the sun is shining and, you know, it's it's going to be a lovely day. Yeah. And that's what caught my attention, because that is totally my personality. Like, let's make this a good day. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good day. It's going to be all right. You know, so the fact that that song was like very positive and very like empowering and sunshine and beautiful. Like I was like, dude, like I like this this group. Yeah. So I, I ended up like. Um, gravitating towards them, which led me to other groups at that time, other Christian groups. And then later on in life, I was super into alternative rock, Mm -hmm. really like into, I loved Blink-182. I love My Chemical Romance. I love Paramore. I just like loved it all. Um, (laughs) I liked the local bands. We used to have Battle of the Bands here. Yeah. I loved those. It was all cool. Um, And then after after the rock phase, um, that's when I got into like big band and swing and jazz and like old school songs. Um, so yeah, that was like my journey for music is like crazy. Started with gospel, went to rock, then went to jazz and like now it's everything. Right. So, well, okay. That's, that's interesting. So like you had a little, you've sort of experienced a little bit of everything you've had your, you know, your, your experiences in a, a, a different genres of music. You've kind of gone through the circuit of all of them, right? You've gone through the country. Yeah. You said you've went through rock and roll, R and B, gospel. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have a really, you have a very, uh, what's that, flexible and like wide range of of you know like vocal ability because of your experience, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's I'm just like picking up on these things where it's just like, yeah, like just geez, like if I could if I could have been in a country band for like two, three years, 
I'd probably be a better guitar player or something, you know, these little things that you think about. Heck yeah. It's actually really interesting that you say that because prior to this, I had a music manager and their biggest problem with me is that I was too diverse. They hated the fact that I couldn't stick to just one thing. And I was like, well, the thing you want me to stick to, I don't like it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, when when it comes out of me, when these songs come out of me or when this music comes out of me, it's like, this is what it is. I don't want to change it. So um, the fact that I was so diverse was kind of offsetting to them. But then it worked out in my favor because that diversity is what gets me hired. Oh, you need a country singer? I'm your girl. Oh, you need a rock and roll cover band singer? I'm your girl. Oh, you need a jazz singer for your Christmas party? I am your girl. So as much as they didn't appreciate my diversity, it ended up benefiting me. Wow. Whoa. Oof. Sorry. I accidentally messed up my mic. <laughs> so be yourself, ladies and gentlemen. There you be go. Yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So um, when did when did actually when did when did pursuing your passion of music actually become the goal? It became the goal when I could no longer stand the job that I was working, which was insane because the job that I was working was a respectable job. I was doing events at Stanford University, making a lot of money, and I even had um, the opportunity to do events with the San Francisco 49ers. Like wow. They gave me the letter. They're like, here's our offer. Are you ready? And then I was just like, mm, nah, because I really, I really don't enjoy the negative aspects that come along with the job. And I had never... I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. I I did do teaching and and stuff like that in my past, but I had never been on my own. And it's almost like I was so sick and tired of listening to these people who did not work half as hard as I did, and they're bossing me around. Yeah. Oh no no no. That's that's what literally drove me like to the edge. I was like, I, I don't care how much money I'm making. I don't care how good this job is. If I don't have respect for the people who are bossing me around, like yeah. I'm basically a slave. And I didn't want to be a slave anymore. Wow. It, I mean, that's how I feel, too. I've, I, feel, I mean, I feel like I, that's kind of like the place that I've gotten to, like in my in like career paths. Right. So I'm like, why, why not? do something that I like, do something that I love instead of putting mm-hmm. myself in a position where I'm like, well, there's money here, you know, there's money over here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's just, that, that's obviously why this question came up for me. I feel like, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I'm seeing what you're doing with Dreamcatcher studios and I'm seeing like, watch well, doing something for herself. Like it's inspiring. It's inspiring for me. You know, I figure like, man, it, she, you know, she's a, a homie from LB and if she can do it, then I can do it. You know, it's inspiring. <laughs> so, um, I just, yeah, shout you out for that. Uh, thanks for leading the way. Thanks for showing us average fellows that we can do it. <laughs> it's um, okay. I'm an average gala. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what, what fuels your passion for art and creativity today? Um, the fact that everything outside of art and creativity is so ugly and dark. Hmm. Can you Simple unpa- as that. Can you unpack that? Can you unpack that a little bit? Just the what is what makes the art what, what, unpack the the dynamic between like what why it's beautiful. So okay, I definitely will. Um, Bob Marley. I'm pretty sure it was Bob Marley. Said something along the lines of, "There are evil people in this world, 
and they never stop working. Mm. So why should I stop working? Why should I take a day off? And that kind of inspired the whole trying to do good yeah. every day in every way. And for me, art and music and dance and acting mm -hmm. have a way to bring out that beauty, not just in myself, but it brings that beauty out in others. Um, while I was teaching, I noticed that children specifically are very afraid to express themselves with words. But if you give them a piece of paper and a pencil, they will write all of their feelings down in a picture. Yeah. So that to me is is very powerful. It's like a way to communicate. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Like we can communicate through art. Yeah. That is and really. Even, that, it's true. It is, no, no, it's all good. It's it's really it's, it is really true because you know it's it's that is true that you say it because um. I, one of the, my favorite movies, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I think it's the third kind. I can't remember exactly the name of it. Steven Spielberg movie. Um, the way they communicate with the extraterrestrials is through music. Boo, boo, oh, cool. boo, boo. And then the extraterrestrials use it to communicate back. So it, it is true. It is a it's a form of art is a form of communication. Like you said, when it you give a kid a, a you know a pencil and a paper and they are able to put it down. Um, that's kind of like that's the discovery that's like so beautiful in art like where you figure like i don't know to me it's endless it's like it's untapped like places that like well let me see if i for me as a creative person when i record on a microphone for me it becomes like well let me see what i can do with my thoughts on a microphone all of a sudden the podcast is born when it comes to like music is like let me see how like you know obviously i was an emo kid back in the day but, but let me see how much emotion i can i can just put out there on my in my music you know um and it's true you get a, a, it's a way to express yourself at a, a more intimate level i think with the world around you and that's cool mm -hmm. i that's how i feel about it so yeah art is like it's like pure potentiality that's the that's a creative space i need to be in anything is possible <laughs> anything is possible <laughs> um so i want to i want to i want to kind of zero in a little bit on dreamcatcher studio because if anything is possible um dreamcatcher studio i think um from what i understand is a place to facilitate that creativity or is a place to help harness some of that creativity so mm -hmm. um can you talk about dreamcatcher studios what sparked the idea and uh you know how that kind of came into fruition okay absolutely what sparked the idea was growing up in the community of las banas and not having the resources that i wanted as an artist or as a creative shout was probably the closest thing that came to that and then after shout was like maybe high school drama club right. but even then you know like with with any club or with any um any school organization it's kind of predetermined who gets what role or right. you know who's going to do better where because they've been here for longer so it's almost like the new kid doesn't have a fighting chance right um and those are the type of things that I had experienced when I was younger. So I was like, you know what? Like, essentially, no one else is doing this. True. And I'm getting sick and tired of sitting on my butt waiting for someone else to do it. Like, it's literally upsetting me that no one else is doing it. So what do I have to do? I got to do it myself. Got to do it yourself. I got to do it myself. I can't sit here and expect anybody else to do it for me. I have to do it myself. If I want to get it done, 
I got to do it myself. It, it's so, it makes me laugh when people say, oh, we should do this or, you know, we, we, should, we should make sure the garbage gets thrown. We should. We should. You noticed that it, it needed to get thrown, honey. You can throw it. You should. <laughs> I got to make sure my wife doesn't listen to this episode because she's going to quote me on that <laughs> one. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, 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 get I you really 100%. got, I got tired of the whole, we should do something. We, there needs, there needs to be something done for these kids. Like someone needs to do something. And finally I was like, I, I guess I have to be that one because I'm not going to wait around for anybody to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I, I started as the Academy of Music, which was just voice lessons. <laughs> I started with a big name. I don't know what I was thinking, but Academy of Music. You were dreaming. Only you voice dreaming. lessons. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the voice lessons turned into piano. Piano turned into guitar and drum. And then it just kept escalating from there. And once we outgrew the first location that we had, we ended up moving to a larger location so we could facilitate more group classes. So wow. now we're not just a school of music, we're Dreamcatcher Studios, which essentially offers everything, not just music classes. It offers live studio recording, photography, videography. If you want to do a music video, we can help you with that. We do music management. So like there are a couple of artists that are like, hey, we need help. Like, can you yeah. help us get followers? Can you help us, you know? And I'm totally on board with that because I love helping people. So yeah. we do a, a wide range of things now and it's really exciting for me. Man, that's awesome. And like you said, you said like you're tired of waiting for somebody to do it and you decide to do it yourself. Like what does it take to to help, you know, especially when it comes to arts and creative stuff, especially when it comes to like music. Like here's the thing. There's the the idea that, you know, your garage band, hundreds of millions of garage band, there's a slim to none chance that you'll ever make a living off of doing this. And I don't I don't. And that's usually what's told to kids, you know, like. I don't mm -hmm. think you should focus on your guitar. Maybe you should get a degree and go the four year track. And then after that, you know, get the respectable job that has retirement for you instead of pursuing a, a dream or creative outlet like art, like drama, like singing. Um, but I think in today's market, like some of these things like like you've done, you've been able to turn a career out of a passion. You be able to follow a, mm -hmm. a, you know, a passion through your career, an extension of your career. Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, is Dreamcatcher Studio an extension of Vanessa Love the Artist? And, you know, because um, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I wish it was. No, I feel like Vanessa Love the Artist is just a singer. And, or, you know, or a backup singer or mm -hmm. a musician. Vanessa Love the Artist is strictly clock in, clock out. Vanessa Love the Person is totally different big-hearted, trying to help the community, trying mm -hmm. to help the children. That's like priority. I was telling my partner the other day, like, why do I worry about the world's problems? Like, why am I trying to save the world? <laughs> like, I have to start small <laughs> and stop thinking about, you know, what's happening overseas and, right, and all these great, dude, all these crazy things. I got to stop and just be like, Okay, one thing at a time. Start with me. Start with my home, my community, my state, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. No, hey. So, yeah, I think 
it's so true though, you know, talking about affecting your community where you're at and stuff and like really, um, connecting those, those, those kids dreams and showing them that it can be a reality, right. Um, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to, um, wait for somebody to come along. Like you've just decided, you know, I'm going to take charge and follow my dream myself. And that's sort of kind of like, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, for Los Banos, for a small community, we're talking less than 30, 36,000, 35,000 people. We're not, well, last time I checked, I can't remember, maybe 45,000. It's a relatively small community commuter community and as far as like outlets mm-hmm. for children you know i remember getting the cops con- called on me for having a band for my my band was too loud right and I remember my dad he went out front and he told the police officer he said sir there are four boys in my garage playing their instruments they're not smoking weed throwing rocks at windows spray painting anybody's you know house or you know they're they're inside making noise but you know it's what, you know, like, why can't, why can't they do that? You know? And, uh, it just kind of went, it reminded me, kind of goes back to that, you know, like there's these, you know, kids, like you said, wanting to make it a better opportunity for them, you know, in that little bit, whatever it might be providing these services at Dreamcatcher studio, that does, that's a, does a, that's a world of a difference. Cause if I was a kid and I was like, yo, there's a studio in town and if I could save so much money, I can go in there and record my record. Right. That's a dream. That's achievable mm-hmm. now with Dreamcatcher Studios, right? You want to put that photo mm-hmm. out there. You want your Instagram and make a little real quick teaser video for your for your new, you know, SoundCloud record you just put out. You can do that at Dreamcatcher Studios. That's amazing. That's a like that you're providing so much opportunity for these creative kids now, right? That to me is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um so can we talk about um, the process of building Dreamcatcher Studio. Talk about maybe highlight the hard work that people don't see. We're talking about the dreams. We're talking about how you're harnessing, you know, kids can ch- not only can they chase their dreams, but they can reach their dreams. Kind of, you know, we're talking about that. Those are the the successes. But maybe talk, you know, like talk about the the hard work that people don't see. Okay, let me tell you about what Karen did to me this morning. She sent me an email. Oh yes, uh huh. And this isn't the first time. Telling me about. Oh, we got we got notification that Dreamcatcher Studios is going to hold a raffle just to let you know it is against California law to have a raffle if you're not a nonprofit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, these type of emails I get all the time. Our last event in Los Banos was canceled by the Merced County Sheriff himself. Wow. Because he was just so, oh yeah, he was so upset that we didn't hire him and his team as security for our event. So two days before the event, he canceled us. Wow. Yeah. So there are a lot of there are a lot of hardships that go along with opening a business, and it starts with. To be honest with you, it starts with people who have the time to hate on you. Somebody out there had the time to send an email saying, oh, Dreamcatcher Studios is having a raffle without even investigating further. Like, hey, Dreamcatcher Studios is having a raffle that has nothing to do with money or prizes. So we're not breaking the law, but you know what? Anyways, I don't get it. You can edit that part (laughs) out too, but. um, The, it starts with, the haters. It starts with people calling and reporting and assuming that you're breaking the law and you're not. 
so it starts there and then it continues on to you know further up the line like it, whether it's the city or it's the county or at this point now it's the state mm-hmm. and they just nitpick and they find reasons to um to go against what you're trying to accomplish even yeah. if what you're trying to accomplish is community friendly family friendly even if it's beneficial to nonprofits even if it's beneficial to the youth they don't care yeah administrative people do not care all they care about is one which rule is being broken and two how can we fine you for breaking that rule yeah so those those are the type of things that you can expect if you plan on being a small business owner or an entrepreneur and i'm sorry that's the dark side of the business but i wish someone would have told me that yeah because i didn't have the strength to deal with it at first when i first started this business i would go home crying at least once a week thinking to myself what have i done i've ruined my life why did i choose this mm-hmm. you know so you have to be really strong and you have to have a good head on your shoulders and know that the missiles and the bombs are coming straight your way. You just have to do your best to dodge every single bullet that they throw at you. And wow. you be strong enough to keep going. Wow. Oof. Man, I hope whoever's listening to this out there, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying you're dropping bombs right now. Actually, you know, it's so funny. Your brother is an artist, too. And I actually got to interview him last week. Yes. And uh, one of his one of his lyrics, and I'm just so proud of him. His project is it's turning out to just it's growing, it's becoming polished, and it it's good. So I love to listen to it. And I, one of them one of the things I highlighted, he said, um, you know, something about now he was dropping nukes, and I I highlighted it in my episode. I said, what did that what does that mean? And he's like, people who know me know I'm pretty. You know, I'm a jokester kind of guy. I'm a, I'm a guy of energy, and I always like to have a good time. But, you know, when I started this project, I had to drop the wisdom on them. Now I'm dropping nukes. And, uh, man, that what you just preached about the small business stuff, that was dropping nukes right there. That was dropping nukes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> Runs in the family. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> um, so um, what, is, what is your hope for Dreamcatcher Studios in the future? Um, so my hope for Dreamcatcher Studios right now, because we are in a pandemic, a pandemic, this changed the game. We went from thriving to barely surviving. Um, and that's just the reality of what the pandemic did to Dreamcatcher. So my hope for the future is that we're refined by this situation, not defined by it. I want to grow. Yeah. I want to learn. I want to keep keep moving forward. Like literally every day when I wake up, I see this sign that says refuse to lose. Wow. And even on my worst days, if I just read that refuse to lose, it's like a kick in the butt. You're like, all right, girl, just get your butt up and do it. Stop crying. Stop complaining. There is a way. There is yeah. a way. And so my hopes for Dreamcatcher Studios would just to be to become an entity that people um, trust, really, because what's happening, especially with, you know, the entertainment industry, the kids, parents are 
or any parent is yeah. like kind of hesitant. Uh, I don't I don't know if I want to I don't know if I want my kid to be a model. I don't know. Uh, maybe not acting. Uh, a singer? Are you sure? You know, because of the awful stories that have happened with the entertainment industry. So I don't want Dreamcatchers to have that reputation. I want us to be the place where, dang, my kids went there, mm-hmm. they learned, they grew. Now, you know, now look at them go. I was trying to think the other day, like, man, like, have we done anything? Because, you know, with any business or with any enterprise, you, you go through your uh, downhill spiral where you're just like, what is what is life? Yeah. What is life? Um, so I was like, gosh, have we accomplished anything? And then I was reminded like, heck yeah, we accomplished something. One of our students left Los Banos, went to LA, got accepted into a performing arts school, performed yeah. as a Disney princess, recorded, you know, her own album, started as an actress and now is a TikTok sensation. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, there's one. There's one. There's, <laughs> there's a, one. a success story. And yeah. that yeah, and that one is worth it. And if there's another one down the line, which I have a feeling there is, if there's just another one down the line that I can help or be helpful to, then it's mm-hmm. it's totally worth it. Yeah, that's so and that's that's awesome. I remember uh um growing up wanting to you know, obviously be a better guitar player, be a better vocalist. That was like my wheelhouse as a kid growing up, like I wanted to be La Bamba. I wanted to be Richie Valens so bad. And, uh, but for me, that was Not like, a, my Richie. <laughs> every, every time, every time, <laughs> every, um, but for me, that was the thing. It was like, man, like if, if there was access to somebody to help refine my skills that we'd, you know, hopefully, you know, there was a place I can go that could help me hone my interests and my skills. Right. And, um, it sounds like that's kind of like what dream catchers is like, is really, really doing for the community or doing for young artists, young creative kids, you know, and that to me is awesome because, you know, I'm 30, I'm going to be 32 next month. And I finally thought, why not chase something that I want, I want to do? Why not? You know, I've all, I literally have always practiced podcasting. Mm -hmm. I have, I have hours of old recordings from like eight years ago, practicing while I was mopping the floors at Starbucks podcasting. I don't think whatever, you know, it was something I was interested in. And, um, but you know, now I'm 32 and I'm thinking like, you know what? It's, you know, it's never too late to go chase your dream, you know? And so, um, that's why I had to get you guys in here. had to talk to you about it because it's, it's inspiring for me. And if you can help those kids, you can help those creative kids in LB, a small community. I mean, obviously, I think you're going to I think I feel like that your your business and what you guys are doing, the services that you're providing are definitely more. You could definitely you're going to reach more people than just the Los Banos community. So for me, like that idea that it's a small, you know, you're starting in that community, you're helping those kids there. It's man, it's I only wish I hope that people listening to this would pour back into Dreamcatcher Studio. You know, because you you have the right heart for it, you guys have the right mission, and I, I want to highlight that for these listeners. Um, so, speaking of Dreamcatcher Studio, I know you guys are hosting an event on October tenth. Can you highlight that event for us? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, be sure to join us on Saturday, October 10th from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Bellotto Park Event Center located at the San Benito County Fairgrounds for 
a fairy tale fall festival featuring your favorite Disney characters. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay, so on October 10th, can you talk about like maybe, um, I know that there's obviously, you know, the COVID situation has affected how you guys do business and how you guys, you know, do these certain events. You know, I know you guys put on events in the past where it wasn't, you know, COVID changes everything. So maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Talk about how you've had to pivot as a business to accommodate the community with the COVID safe sort of entertainment. For sure. Um, So as you mentioned, we did do events prior to COVID. Mm -hmm. So it was really kind of like, oh my God, what what do we do? How are we going to do this? But then um, we noticed that other counties were doing drive-in movie nights or drive-in style concerts. So we decided, hey, let's try that. Uh, We tested two of them and they went really well. And so by the third one, um, we decided, you know what, let's go all out. Let's make it a a really big show. So we contacted the San Benito County Fairgrounds and asked if they would be willing to host something like this. And of course they were willing. They were like, they welcomed us with open arms. It was super awesome. Uh, So essentially how it works is we have all of the entertainers, you know, backstage or in their changing rooms or wherever their designated areas are. And um, all of the guests are in designated parking stalls. And they are safely distanced from each other so you can actually have a picnic with your family in your Mm -hmm. parking stall um, if you choose. Or you could just stay in your car if that's what makes you feel safer. But people have the option to stay inside of their car or sit outside of their car and kind of tailgate. Um, and for this particular event, it's going to be super exciting because we have um, stilt walkers, Ooh. jugglers, live musicians. We have world champion ballroom dancers. So it's going to be wow. a very exciting show. So, I mean, that sounds it sounds like a America's Got Talent variety, like just fun family night. You know, like you could bring everybody. There should be something for everybody, you know, that you're providing and that. That sounds good, especially during COVID. Like, oh, my gosh, I've been dying to get out of the house. Yeah, you should definitely come. It would be cool. Because another thing about this event, like, did you notice once October hits, everything turns evil? It's like the weirdest thing. It scares me. I'm a scaredy cat. I don't care. I'll admit it. Hey, everyone, I'm a scaredy cat. But, like, I was like, okay, we need to do something in October for people like me who I want to dress up and I want to have fun. But I don't want blood and guts and all that weird, <laughs> yeah. like crazy, dark, evil in my face, you yeah. know? And I'm, I'm sure there are children, I'm sure if a 30-year-old woman feels this way, I'm sure children feel the same way. Like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to get dressed up, but I don't want to see all this crazy, scary stuff. Right. So that was the whole plan behind the event. Let's do a festival where everyone can dress up, have a good time, you know, similar to other fall festivals, but just eliminate the scariness and make it bright and glittery and happy and family friendly. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Super excited for that event. Um, Yeah. So, um, you know, I I know that uh, Dreamcatchers is... How long have you guys actually been Dreamcatcher Studio? 
We've only been Dreamcatcher Studios for maybe six months. Really? Okay. Yeah. So that. <laughs> yeah, legally. Wow. <laughs> it's it. I don't know. I thought it was longer than that already, but. No, no. Um, before this, we were Los Banos Academy of Music. That's right. That's right. But then when we, when we started adding more like the studio recording, photography, you know, all of the extra stuff. The Academy of Music didn't stay true to who we were. Uh-huh. We kind of evolved and ad- and adapted and we just, we became something else. We became a totally different business. So I thought it would be in our best interest to change the name completely. But it actually wasn't a name change. It was a closure. Yeah. Lost Banis Academy of Music legally is closed for good. State of California does not recognize LB Academy of Music as a business. It's done. Now Dreamcatcher Studios is recognized as a business. Wow. Wow. And Completely you guys, different. <laughs> you, guys have a, you guys actually have a, a brick and mortar location, right? Yeah. You're not just a, a digital studio. <laughs> no, no. We're located on Fifth Street. Um, so it's, uh, for me, you know, it's super exciting. I saw your guys post when you guys posted it up. I was, I was blown away. I was jazzed by it. Um, I just thought, man, like, no, I just, it, it just brings back home a little bit, you know, um, it just one for the underdogs, you know, a win for us, the underdogs. I don't know. That's how I feel about Los Banos. Sometimes I'm like, when, anytime we get a win in that community, yes, it's always good. Um, <laughs> And I wanted to, I kind of want to hit, hit this this last question here real quick. Um, well, your answer doesn't have to be quick, but the question: um, If Dreamcatcher Studio was a letter of hope, who is that letter intended for? The youth, hundred percent. Um, it would say something along the lines of "Life is tough, but you're tougher." You know, it, I don't know. It's like it's hard to say what a letter would say to the kids because I feel like I've tr- I've been trying to say things to the kids this whole time. Yeah. I have these little things called monthly messages. One of one monthly message is refuse to lose. Refuse to lose. Refuse to lose. Just don't don't you ever lose. Don't you ever 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 lose. Which which essentially means like if you're in that position where you can quit do not quit. Keep going at all costs. It's going to get better. It's going to get bigger. It's going to get brighter. Refuse to lose. So there's there's one. Another one was um, giving is good because giving is good. Give good. Give good to others. Be good to others. If, if you don't have anything to give, if you don't have money to give, give a smile. Give a hello. Open the door. Do so, do something good for others. That was another monthly message. So a lot of the things that I would tell the kids are just kind of like life lessons. Like, you know, a, another person was like, why does why does this child choose to bully me? Like, why why am I always getting bullied, Miss Vanessa? Why do people have to be so mean? Why do they have to be so mean? And I just told them, you know, I don't understand why they choose to be mean. But you can choose to be good, no matter how mean they are. And that's it. So, be good. That's what the letter would say. Be good. Do good. 
you know, love each other, good vibes only. This is a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. No, I get you. I totally <laughs> feel you. No. And you know, that's, that's, you know, that's who I hope is, I hope that's, you know, that's what I want to see for the community too. So obviously I had to, I had to ask you those questions. You know, I see it in your guys's, I see the mission. I see it in your guys's, your logo, your name, the spirit of the studio. And, uh, it's just, it's, you know, I want to highlight that. I need people to hear that. People need to hear that. You know, people need to hear good. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so looks like we uh we hit the forty five minute mark on this episode. Got a forty five minute. All mark. right. Yeah, definitely did, got it. Got a lot of good nuggets of gold in this in this interview and in this episode. I want to go back and listen to it. I'm a, I'm definitely hyped up about it. Um, man, a lot of good stuff in this episode. I'm so glad that you joined the call. I'm I'm I appreciate just the the knowledge and the wisdom that you bring to the call today. And I'm I'm hoping for your guys' success as a studio, and I'm hoping for success for the for the event. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, everybody. And uh, if you guys uh, would like to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook at Dreamcatcher Studios LB. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you could also find us at Dreamcatcher Studios LB. And always remember that you cannot have a community without unity. Hey, community without unity. You know what? You cannot have a community without unity. That's the highlight. <laughs> I was gonna tell you right now, like if there's anything you wanted to shout out, go for it. Um, a little late, a little late on my a little late on my my part. <laughs> but um, um once again, guys, uh we have uh Vanessa Love on the call today with Dreamcatcher Studios. Um, pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey guys, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Um, go check out Dreamcatcher Studios. Please go check it out. Go check out. Remember October 10th, um, October 10th, they have an event. So Dreamcatcher Studios, October 10th. I'm sorry. What was the name of the event again? A fairy tale fall festival. There you go. Fairy tale fall, fairy tale fall festival, COVID safe entertainment for the family. Go check it out guys. Uh, once again, thank you for subscribing and listening and all those downloads. (sighs) We'll see you guys next week. Peace and love.